1: And how many fans start showing
0: up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. All right, let's actually just, we'll just bring this to the show here real quick. Uh-oh. What happened to Judd? I know Judd lost clubhouse access today down in Fort Myers. Did he also just lose all access Did to Hammond stadium? might have. Did we lose Judd access? Not hearing him. Why don't you shoot Judd a text? He's not the most technologically savvy guy. Do we know that he's connected? <laughs> oh, no.
1: Uh, if he's I I can't hear him. I'll send him a text.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm going to wait. We're going to wait this out. We do have a lot of Viking stuff to get into here. Uh, A theme throughout the day on Score North has been the absolute bombshell of speculation that came from the top rope on Get Up this morning from Diana Rossini. We will play that clip for the afternoon crowd here if you're hopping in your car and you haven't heard it yet. Uh, Diana Rossini must have been listening to some of these like the Jeremy Fowlers of the world and some of the other reckless speculators and said, you know what, I'm going to roll up my sleeves, and I'm going to come jumping (laughs) off the top rope today. And it's going to be glorious. Uh, We also have, there's just more coronavirus-related things that pertain to the sports world. awesome to get into. This is gonna be a really fun six weeks, isn't it? I mean <laughs> Oh man. Every day six there's weeks gonna, it's gonna be developments. Gonna go longer than that. Yeah, what makes you think this will be over in six weeks? And yeah, I mean I think I think the next six weeks are just gonna be like I mean, unless it worse really every is, day and then we'll see what happens. Unless it really is all over in six weeks, guys. But we'll get like all of it's all, all over? over. Just all over. None it of took this, a dark turn. None of this matters. Is that where you're at mentally with this right <laughs> no. now? No, I'm kidding. Come on. In six weeks, you will be. <laughs> six weeks, yes, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but while we while we try to get Judd from Fort Myers and give us an update, Jonathan, whenever you can, let's play this clip. If you missed it earlier, this is from Get Up. Which, by the way, like ever since Mike Greenberg came on our show six weeks ago or whenever it was, and we had fun with the Reckless Speculation sounder, he basically has turned that show into just listen. Does anyone have any harebrained theories they about trades? Call the, NFL? the show Reckless Speculation. The whole show. Just steal the branding, steal the everything. Reckless speculation. This is from Get Up This Morning.
2: I, I think there's another quarterback that's going to be on the market soon that the 49ers are going, to, are going to want to take a look at, and he's in Minnesota right now. I think we all know the history between Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. This is something that's been going on for years. I've never seen somebody want a quarterback as bad as Kyle Shanahan has, and, and it was a deal that almost happened, too. Uh, Kirk Cousins almost wound up with Kyle in San Francisco. It did not, uh, and I, I think they're waiting for that deal to, to, to wrap up, maybe even a trade. We don't know if that, that could actually happen, that, what- but these are things that are on the table.
0: Reckless speculation. So that was amazing. Congratulations, Diana Rossini, for jumping into the the reckless speculation game. So she is not just throwing this stuff around, I don't think, without some base level of behind-the-scenes information. And there are so many tentacles off of this. How much of it, like tentacle number one is how much of it was sourced and people telling her these things versus how much of it is her just sort of I don't know. There's like 20% truth, and I'm going to throw the rest out there because we're having fun on Get Up. Uh, but the other part of it too, Rami, is there's an insinuation that the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan are potentially more interested in Kirk Cousins than perhaps either Jimmy Garoppolo or Tom Brady. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that part of it? That Kyle Shanahan is in basically in love from a football
3: standpoint with Kirk Cousins. And there's, I mean, there's a track record there to, to indicate that. You heard her talking about it, the fact that, They were really, really close to getting him in a San Francisco 49ers uniform after hiring Kyle Shanahan, and later that year, after he went back to the Redskins, on, I think it was the Redskins, on the last year of uh, the franchise tag that that they put on him, they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo midseason, and that kind of put an end to all that talk, and then it came down to the Vikings and the Jets when he actually did hit the free agent market. But I don't think it's even a secret around the NFL that Kyle Shanahan has been trying to get his hands on Kirk Cousins to get him in his system as his quarterback since the two parted ways when they were both with Washington. So I think it it absolutely makes sense that they'd have that interest, whether they're interested enough to make a deal this offseason in a trade or just wait it out and see if they can get it done with one more year under Jimmy Garoppolo and then cross that bridge should they come to it. I don't know, but I think it makes sense that there would be some interest there.
0: Yeah, it is fascinating the dance that the 49ers are clearly trying to navigate here in that they just blew a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl with like six minutes to go. And so. And
3: by the way, Kyle Shanahan clearly lost faith in, in his quarterback in the playoffs. It started in the Vikings game. He threw the ball three times in the second half of that game against yep. the Vikings. I think he threw it 12 times in the six quarters from halftime of that Vikings game through the NFC Championship. I mean, he completely
0: lost faith in his quarterback at the most important time in an NFL season. Yeah, and like all these little things that are coming out, If put it this way. If the San Francisco 49ers were all in on Jimmy Garoppolo still, you wouldn't be hearing buzz about Tom Brady. You wouldn't be hearing buzz about Kirk Cousins now from from Get Up This Morning. So, I think, I think you're right. They clearly looked at going into the playoffs. They clearly looked at Jimmy Garoppolo as, all right, this is a guy that you got to put some training wheels on him. Doesn't mean he can't get better in the future. And then to have that kind of a lead in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl and to not win it, it doesn't all fall on your quarterback. But does that happen to Tom Brady with six minutes to go in the Super Bowl or whatever, 10 minutes to go? Probably not. So I, it's very, very clear that the 49ers are back-channeling and trying to be as discreet as they possibly can be, but it's very clear that they are not in love with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. And so part number two to this, and by the way, I think we have Judd now in Fort Myers. Judd Zolgad, are you down there?
1: Hey boys, what's going what's on? Happening? Sorry about that. I just had to reconnect, had to disconnect, reconnect, you know, all, all that good technical stuff that I'm so good at.
0: You are great. You are one of the great technical minds of, of scorehoods It's unbelievable I say. the work I that's do. What I so, say. so we'll get to Judd's twins talker of the day here a little bit later. But uh but we play I know that you discussed this earlier in the day on Ventline, so we did play the Diana Russini Kirk Cousins to the 49ers speculation. And my second question to you guys, and Judd can jump in here too. There's an insinuation from Diana that a trade, she kind of throws out like the trade thing at the end. She is a credible reporter with great sources who break stories. She's not just on a whim on national TV floating, I mean, like, could a trade happen? That is information that she has been given to some extent. And so, are you guys buying, like, to what level are you guys buying the fact that she threw out the word trade? To what level are you guys buying 49ers and Vikings maybe kicking the tires on something here?
1: Think about the teams involved. I'm almost buying in completely. Because if you think about this, this is so Vikings. And we know for a fact, and in fact, Doogie was talking about this at the outset of Score North Live. So Diana Rossini covered Shanahan and Cousins in Washington yeah. prior to getting her national gig. So we know that Shanahan, all of that stuff, is it's been documented how much he loves Cousins. And as I said on Ventline, so if you put all the stew together, right, let's throw it all together. Doesn't this make perfect sense To if Cousins is like, uh, you know, uh, contract extension, guys, I'm not sure. And if you're the Vikings, you immediately say, you're cheating, aren't you? You're cheating on us. And Cousins <laughs> says, yeah, you, yeah, I stepped out. I'm sorry. I love Kyle. Doesn't it make sense now? given how, how much cap room you would save for 2020 and how small the cap ramifications coming back on you for a trade would be, if Kyle Shanahan wants Kirk Cousins that bad to just make it happen now, I, I, am, I know it's reckless speculation and I know it seems really weird, but we've all been around and seen enough Vikings weirdness to know that in some weird way this makes so much sense. And let's, let's cut to the chase. I mean, Phil, I think you've been politicking for or talking about this for weeks now. I think you're right. I think this ends in the driveway of a guy named Tom Brady. Wow. Wow. Ah!
0: Reckless speculation. Yes. Just went right there, didn't it?
1: Oh, wait, yes! Wait, wait. Wait, wait. I got one final point that I brought up on Ventline, and here's why I think it ends up in in Tom and Giselle's driveway. Because right now, as far as we know, and there's no reason not to put this out there, if it's been done, as far as we know, the GM and coach are being allowed to go into their last year, their contract, right? So, so you've got two basically dead men walking with ownership saying, "Hey, you got to show us a lot more. You got to show us something." All right. So if let's say let's say we are uh, Rick Spielman, Mike Zimmer, and George Payton, and we're talking right now. Us three, private room, about this. And we're like, boys, we're going to get blown out here. It is, are either of you going to look at me and be like, yeah, but we got Kirk? Or would you rather say, yeah, we're going to trade Kirk, pivot off Kirk, and we are going to roll the dice back to the Farvinian 2009 season and see what happens?
0: And, that, and the Farvinian season of 2009 is what makes all of this possible. This would all be... Completely, this is consistent out there, and like this is the Vikings, man. This is the type of stuff they do. But but let me add something to what Judge just said. So you know, these guys are looking at their you know their lame duck contracts, and hey, you got to put up or shut up in two thousand twenty, or it's easy to move on from the GM, the coach, etc. I think I think I want to say that Mike Zimmer's contract probably would have been extended by now, but we'll, we'll find out in the coming weeks. So if you're looking around at your different options at quarterback and you've decided, all right, we, we need we need to do something drastic here. We need to do something big. Don't you think you would have back-channeled the Tom Brady thing and at least have been made... You've, you, you've at least kicked the tires enough on that front with Tom Brady's people to know that, hey, if you can clear the money for him, he would show up. I don't think you would be having these discussions about Kirk Cousins and moving off of him in the San Francisco potential landing spot if you haven't already kicked the tires on what you could get for Kirk Cousins being gone, if that makes sense. Like I I think this is all this is all a very delicate dance between Forty ers and Patriots for sure. And we're trying to figure out how involved, if at all, are the Vikings in some of these discussions. And a couple of weeks ago I would have said not even close. But now we've had two different two different credible NFL reporters have said like there's some there's some things brewing here with a mystery team and with maybe Kirk Cousins and Kyle Shanahan having a love love for each other. This is fascinating. I don't know if this is
3: all ending up in, in Tom Brady's driveway, as Judd Zolgad put it, but as I said, I think it was yesterday here on this very show, if you're the Vikings entering the last year of Kirk Cousins' contract and entering this particular offseason with the class of quarterbacks that are available via free agency and trade, if you're not asking yourself the question, are we in on Kirk Cousins in 2020 and beyond? And if not, how do we get out from the last year of this contract? you're not doing your due diligence as a front office and as a football organization. If you're ready to move on from Kirk Cousins, you're not going to get a better chance to replace him with a sufficient replacement as you will this offseason, whether it's Tom Brady or Teddy Bridgewater or Ryan Tannehill or whoever else is out there this offseason, Cam Newton. I mean, we've, we've gone through the list time and time again of guys who are going to be available this offseason who are established starting NFL quarterbacks. If you're the Vikings and you're not sold on Kirk Cousins, you have to be exploring how you get out of that contract and how you get in on this class of quarterbacks.
0: This is such an amazing, fun, speculative talker. You can actually hear the birds chirping in and around Judd's head right now. They're as so happy. About it.
1: The birds are smiling. <laughs> the birds are very, very pleased. This is, look, It. I hate to say it because people are going to be like, oh, shut up. It all makes some sense. A- and to me, what pushed me over the edge today was – Three football people basically saying, our jobs are on the line. We rolled the dice with Cousins uh, two years ago now. We know exactly what he can and can't do. Do we really want to go down this path and run this back with him again? Because I'll tell you right now. If I pulled the room and I said, you're bringing Kirk Cousins back, you're bringing most of your team back, and and Spielman and Zimmer and, by an extension, probably a lot of people's jobs are on the line. Give me the percentages. Things are going to end up really well, and everyone's going to get multi-year contracts. 40%? I mean, this thing could go really sideways.
3: And if you're the Vikings right now, in, in any talks or negotiations that are going on with Kirk Cousins and his people, you really don't have leverage. You don't have any leverage whatsoever. I know to Vikings fans, it doesn't feel like Kirk Cousins set the world on fire. I'm telling you with the type of season that Kirk Cousins just had and what's about to happen in the QB market this offseason and over the next year with Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in line to get extensions and Tom Brady, the first domino that will fall in this free agent class, the price is only going up for Kirk Cousins the longer that he waits to talk about any sort of extension, so in that scenario, you don't have any leverage over Kirk Cousins. Where you do have leverage is if you go to Kirk Cousins and you say, "Dude, we we we're we're out on Kirk Cousins. We don't want you beyond 2020." No, seriously, Third person. You t- you tell him we, we don't we're, we're not we're not committing to you beyond 2020. Let us explore some trades, yeah. and you have leverage with the Forty ers in the sense that you go to them and you say, "You really think Kirk Cousins is your best chance at winning a yeah. Super Bowl?" that window closes a little bit after one more year. Why, why, don't, you jump, why don't you open that window up with Kirk Cousins? If, you really, if that's your guy, if you really think he gives you your best chance, you want to make that move now. You don't want to wait a year and play another year with Jimmy Garoppolo, who you don't believe in. I think that if you want to control your own fate and control your own destiny and have leverage as the Minnesota Vikings, you have more of it in talks with Kirk Cousins and the 49ers than you do right now in any extension talks with Kirk Cousins one-on-one.
1: And plus, guys, get something now. Yeah, get something. Get their first-round pick. It's the 31st pick. It's not great, but it's still a, a first-round pick, right? Perhaps package that with the 25 and something else. Move up. But if Kirk Cousins is is, as I speculated, stepping out with Kyle right now behind your back, get something while you can. Because what? He's going to not sign. So so he might say, I don't want to sign an an extension, in which case the bad part for you is then if you're looking at 2020 cap relief, you're not going to get it from his contract. Uh, So you know what? If I can get a first-round pick and maybe a little something else, take that. Because he's going to
0: leave. It is funny that in any other sport right now, if it was the NBA or the NHL or Major League Baseball, and you had a guy that made a lot of money, and you probably weren't going to look to sign him to a long-term extension, and he's entering the last year of his contract, it would be a foregone conclusion that that player would be traded right now. Right? Like You would never go into the last year of the the Twins didn't go into Johans last year. The, uh, the, you know, the Wild have a bunch of guaranteed contracts on the books, but they're trying to trade these guys so that they can get something for even like Jason Zucker, a young player. Uh, but in the NFL there's just so few quarterbacks that teams trust that they get they get so obsessed with well oh my god what happens if we d- if we get rid of cousins what happens well you'll be fine you'll draft somebody or so right, so if this is let, let's just play this out for a second here let's say the vikings and the 49ers are having conversations behind the scenes or there's at least some sort of spark there between Shanahan and kirk cousins that could lead to a trade my mind immediately goes to where Judd's mind went, which is, oh, they're definitely they're definitely driving into Tom Brady's neighborhood here. Like that's the, like the Vikings thing to do historically <laughs> is they're driving into Tom Brady's uniform. But what other possibilities would it open up if they were to swing a deal with San Francisco, or what problems would it present? Let's let's take Tom Brady out of the equation. So let's just say that's a pipe dream. That's not going to happen. If you're the Vikings, you still are interested in winning a Super Bowl, presumably. In 2020, and you would have traded one of the 12 best quarterbacks in the NFL. If Tom Brady is not the end game, what is the other end game for the Vikings?
1: See, to me, this question is predicated now on what is the security of the people that run the team. Because the thought process is going to be oh my God, if we don't win a Super Bowl or at least contend for one very seriously, we're all going to be fired. The personal Judd Zolgad philosophy to this is. I think I know what Cousins can do. I think he's a really nice box scorer. Statistically, he's great. Uh, But is Kirk Cousins a Super Bowl winning quarterback given the structure of the Vikings team that you are essentially going to have for 2020? My answer is no. And so moving on from him allows you to sort of turn a corner now and pivot to the next thing before it's too late and, oh my gosh, you've tried to run the whole thing back and now Cousins and Shanahan are getting... Married, I've been divorced and left at the altar. What am I going to do? <laughs> so I, I, see, I see this. I, do I see this as a perfect scenario under which you're going to get somebody to replace Kirk Cousins and win a Super Bowl? Maybe not. But I do see it as the potential uh, pivot that might be necessary and nice to take that next step in finding a quarterback. Because this, it's just this simple. And people who fear Kirk Cousins leaving, I don't think, think of it in this terms. He's a nice player. But as far as the end game result that you desired from signing him, it didn't work out. And so I would rather pivot now and move on to the next thing and trying to find the next quarterback. And also, gentlemen, the most important thing to me, now this whole salary cap nightmare dilemma issues, these are gone.
0: We're getting a bunch of tweets on this, by the way, right now. At Phil Mackey, at Jay Zulgad, at Rami is tweeting... <laughs> speculation. Two of them along the same lines. I'm going to read them both here. Al tweets into the show, what about instead of going after Tom Brady, uh, you tank in 2020 and shoot for Trevor Lawrence? Well, that would <laughs> I, I, you'd have to tank aggressively. You'd have to be like 1 in 15. I don't think the Vikings roster is bad enough to be 1 in 15. Uh, but a couple other people have sent notes in this regard. This is from Eric. He says, knowing Zimmer and that Teddy Bridgewater has always been his guy, don't you think Zimmer would look to trade Cousins and sign Teddy in a heartbeat instead?
3: If they are maneuvering to get out from under the last year of Kirk Cousins' contract, that's what makes the most sense to me. I wasn't here, but the way you guys described the love affair with Teddy Bridgewater between he and Zimmer, he and Vikings fans, that's what would make the most sense to me.
0: Is Teddy 2.0. This is what... Mike Zimmer hears they, every time Teddy Bridgewater's name is mentioned.
1: How did it end for Teddy here? I know Zim loves him.
0: He played. He came but, back and like threw. Didn't he throw an interception? A tipped
1: interception? Oh yeah. The no, no. 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 Something. No. I, I'm saying behind the scenes, oh. though, as far as the relationship, when they decided, and rightfully so, decided that they couldn't trust that leg. And does Teddy want a fresh start somewhere else? I still, I still think Teddy with Bruce Arians in Tampa makes so much sense. But I'm sure Zimmer is absolute. Dream would be that I honestly, he's always he's only loved one one QB that I can tell in his life.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like going back to even his Pop Warner days. I think yes. he probably has only loved Teddy Bridgewater, and I think he probably replays the 2017 NFC Championship game over in his head, and the fact that the Vikings took a seven nothing lead, and then Case Keenum throws a boneheaded interception to essentially just hand over momentum to the Eagles. And I think he probably plays over the last couple seasons, too. And that in the regular season, could the Vikings have won two or three extra games? And this is just, I'm putting myself in Mike Zimmer's head and shoes. And Rick Spielman drafted and also loved Teddy Bridgewater. But if you're Mike Zimmer, I mean, this is where Romney might have a point. You know, we all think Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. That would be super fun. That would be the pipe dream. But the Vikings are probably, now, would they take Tom Brady? Absolutely. But if they do clear out Kirk Cousins and trade him to the 49ers, does Zimmer get what he always wanted, which is Teddy Bridgewater back in purple, healthy, and ready to lead a franchise? I would sign up for that as well. I w- if you're going to trade Kirk Cousins, and if the 49er speculation is true, I would take Tom Brady for a year as a hired hitman. I would take Teddy Bridgewater on a five-year deal as the new <laughs> franchise quarterback. Sign me up for either one of those over running it back with Kirk Cousins.
1: I think these guys are going to... Given the current predicament, my, my guess is if they can do it, they are going to try to take one to take a shot with a quarterback that they think can step in immediately and give them the absolute best chance in 2020 to win a Super Bowl. Because nothing you do can be with a long view unless your contract's extended. But do you, you think,
0: do, you, do you think Teddy Bridgewater in 2020 gives the Vikings a better chance to win the Super Bowl than Kirk Cousins? Because I do. I think he does, yeah. and health is the only question.
1: I don't know about that, but I do know one forty-three-year-old quarterback who wants one more bite at the apple <laughs> and wants a and wants to prove an old guy out east that he was absolutely wrong, and he take a smock and do you know what with it <laughs> and that's Bill Belichick. I, I just if it wasn't the Vikings, I would probably enjoy this conversation and laugh. But and Phil, you, you know this firsthand too. We've seen too much. We've seen we've seen too much. We've looked behind the door and it was unbelievable.
3: Seen the wizard.
1: Yes, Rami.
3: You look behind the curtain and you've seen the wizard.
1: I mean you know, this is a team. This is a team that's done. And Rick Spielman, by the way, very much involved in these things as well. So this is this is not a completely new regime in place. Brzezinski was there for this. I believe George Payton was there for this. Uh, certainly Spielman was there for this. This is a team that's done unexpected, fun, weird things before that have reeked of desperation. So, am I going to be shocked if they do something again? I got to be honest, I'm not, and that's what makes them so much fun sometimes.
0: Reckless speculation. I just want to play this one more time for people that didn't hear it off the top of the show. This is what Diana. This is what this is what sparked this whole conversation. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL insider, on Get Up this morning.
2: I, I think there's another quarterback that's going to be on the market soon that the 49ers are going, to, are going to want to take a look at, and he's in Minnesota right now. I think we all know the history between Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. This is something that's been going on. For years, I've never seen somebody want a quarterback as bad as Kyle Shanahan has. And, and it was a deal that almost happened, too. Kyle's, uh, Kirk Cousins almost wound up with Kyle in San Francisco. It did not. Uh, and I, I think they're waiting for that deal to, to, to wrap up, maybe even a trade. We don't know if that, that could actually but that happen, would, but these are things that are on the table.
1: I love it, but let me just say, <laughs> he has one more year left on his mm-hmm. deal in Minnesota. What better way? To bridge that gap to the one year you have to fill oh, wow. with Kyle's put with, the um, pieces together, green <laughs> Then with a 43 year old Tom Brady.
0: Okay, there's another clip here, just for context. Is this Jonathan? Is this John Lynch from uh, from 2018? Yes. This clip here. All right. You know, for Kyle, I think the thing I would tell people is, you know, Jimmy, you know, we we made the trade. Um, but then there were some days that, that Kyle Shanahan was like in mourning, because I think everybody knows his master plan was to have Kirk Cousins come in eventually. And right. I, I
1: think, uh, you know, I was proud of Kyle, because I, I think he knew that this was the right thing for our franchise, and he didn't hesitate. But then even then, uh, you know, Jimmy had to really prove
0: himself. And, you know, Kyle, I think, in, in – um, I think it was really smart. He didn't play him right away. He waited till he had some semblance of an understanding of our, of our scheme. When he did put him in, he put him in in a in a position to succeed. And and then I I would tell you that Jimmy really impressed Kyle to the point that he said, "This is our guy." John Lynch literally used the phrase "in mourning" to describe how Kyle Shanahan felt missing out on free agent Kirk Cousins. That is unbelievable.
1: And can you guys so? Put the pieces together here, too, as far as Kirk goes, right? Like, Kirk, do, Kirk doesn't come off to me as the most – he tries to be, but doesn't come off as the most self-confident guy constantly. So can you imagine if you have an offensive mind – and Shanahan is damn good – an offensive mind that's like, dude, you are great. And you think to yourself, I love you. I'd like to play for you every <laughs> chance I get. No, seriously. Because, you know, he's playing for a Zim now, and God bless him, old-school football coach who I'm sure uh, yeah, spits and swears and validation. tells him – Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine the validation of, and it's not just Kyle, it's the Shanahan family. It's Shanahan Inc. telling you at every possible time they talk to you, you're so great, you're so good. And meanwhile, the rest of the world's like, what are you guys watching?
3: Shanahan Inc. That has to be a call you make, doesn't it? to the I'm 49ers? Sure. Rami, I'm so with you right now. Yeah, I th- I think it's been made. Unless oh, unless, yeah. unless you're dead made. unless you're dead set on Kirk Cousins and you know you're going to give him a contract extension whether it be this offseason or next offseason you're going to pay whatever it takes to keep Kirk Cousins if you're if you're all in on him like to that degree. If that's not the case, you have to make this call and yep. say, "Hey, are you guys are you guys ready to pull the plug on Jimmy, and are you still interested in Kirk Cousins?"
0: You Have yep. to make that call. If the Vikings honestly, yep. like as as much of a miracle as it was to pull off the Brett Favre heist in two thousand nine, and and the Vikings were working on that heist in two thousand eight, but the Packers didn't allow it. <laughs> what do
1: you mean they didn't tamper, Phil? I don't know right. what you are talking about. The Packers
0: did not allow it to happen, uh, so they sent him off to the worst team in the AFC, the Jets. If the Vikings can pull this off, I mean this is this has to be where the dots are pointed for the Vikings. In their dream scenario, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that they have had conversations about Brady. They know that Kirk Cousins and Kyle Shanahan are a match. And like Rami just said, if they aren't facilitating this to whatever degree they can behind the scenes,
1: then shame on everyone. At least the exploring it. Up.
3: If not facilitating it, at least exploring
1: it. There's, there's, there's no question. There's no question. I think phone calls have been made to all sides. Don't you guys? I... All right. Reckless here's the speculation. Here, here's some right. in, here's some investigative work of, of the segment, and you can play it again in a second, Phil. Here's some investigative work of the segment where you know what she's reporting is real. This is what I like to call where real reporting hits reckless speculation. Hope. Listen to the exchange between Rossini and Greeny, and Greeny's just desperate, and he should be for Brady to go to uh, San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. And listen to how he like tries to be like, but no, but Brady. And she's like, I just know what I know. Okay, let's play it again.
2: I, I think there's another quarterback that's going to be on the market soon that the 49ers are going to want to take a look at, and he's in Minnesota right now. I think we all know the history between Kyle Shanahan and Kirk Cousins. This is something that's been going on for years. I've never seen somebody want a quarterback as bad as Kyle Shanahan has, and, and it was a deal that almost happened, too. Kyle, uh, Kirk Cousins almost wound up with Kyle in San Francisco, it did not. Uh, and I, I think they're waiting for that deal to, to, to wrap up, maybe even a trade. We don't know if that, that could actually but that happen, but these are things that are on the table.
1: I love it, but let me just say, he has one more year left on his mm-hmm. deal in Minnesota. <laughs> what better way to bridge that gap to the one year you have to oh, fill wow. with Kyle's... Put with, the um, pieces together, Greeny. Cousins, ...than with a 43-year-old Tom Brady.
0: And I think what we're saying here is, no, 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 no. Just take him now. You're right, but she sort, but she sort we'll of said Tom that. Brady.
1: But she said a trade, I don't know, but a trade is possible. Basically what she's saying is the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan are doing everything they can to get Kirk Cousins as soon as possible. And Greedy's like, but no, but that stops Brady from going. And she's like, I can't help you, Mike.
0: No, Mike, Mike, that's because Tom Brady comes to the Vikings in this equation. <laughs> that's how this works. <laughs> Can, somebody, can, can can somebody check to see if uh, Giselle or Tom have done any real estate uh, poking around over Lake Minnetonka
1: I don 't know Egan any penthouses downtown Minneapolis there's some nice ho- some nice places now by the uh, TCO performance center Does Minnesota reckless speculation
0: have any of its own supermodels that could recruit Giselle? do we have any supermodels I mean Bryant, Mc, Bryant McKinney and Fred hmm. Smoot had to fly entertainers in from Atlanta in 2005.
1: As Matt Burke said, what's wrong with our strippers?
3: I haven't I haven't experienced it, so I can't tell you if there
0: is anything <laughs> indeed
3: wrong. They were with flying in strippers
1: from Atlanta and th- and Matt Burke said, "What's wrong with us?" It's strippers? almost like
0: Rami is trained to answer that question automatically in the way that he just did. <laughs> R-
1: Rami thought about it really seriously. Like I Rami have no, never sorry, seen
0: I'll, a stripper. In I'll, fr- my life. I'll frequent an establishment. I just haven't yet. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, <laughs> I'm not even, really
1: a strip club. If guy, you've got I'm
0: recommendations, hit Rami up. It's at Rami is tweeting. You can just. Tweet I'm good for it. like one or two trips a year, Judd, alone. No, come on, man, <laughs> not that guy. Come on. Good God.
3: No. Me and the boys.
1: Me and the boys. You and the boys,
3: huh? Down for one or two trips a year. Honey,
1: I'm going out tonight. Where are you going? That's my one or two year times a year I go to the strip club. Alone. Leave me
0: alone. All right. When we come back, we're going to dive into Judd's Twins Talker of the Day from Fort Myers, even though they closed down clubhouse access to all reporters. <laughs> In Major League Baseball. So we'll get we'll get just a temperature of what's happening down there and how coronavirus is impacting Twin Spring training. When we come back to Mackie and Jeb with Rami on Score North and the Score North app, let's talk about Federated here, Federated Insurance, and just their commitment to giving back to our community. Well, Federated is a gigantic supporter of Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and there was a story recently written in the Star Tribune just a few weeks back about Don McPherson, a Twin Cities businessman, that back in 2003, through Big Brothers Big Sisters, started mentoring a young boy named Shaquille Nelson. He was eight years old. And now uh, Shaquille has gone on to be successful and he started his own nonprofit organization called Inner City Ducks, which provides after school sports programs for at risk kids in the Twin Cities. That's how it works. You mentor one person. They pay it forward. They help dozens of others, and that's the mission of Big Brothers Big Sisters. That's why Federated Insurance, through the Federated Challenge, has supported and raised millions of dollars for Big Brothers Big Sisters of Minnesota the last 10 years or so. You can find out more about Federated Insurance at their website, federatedinsurance.com, where you can find a full list of all the industries they protect. And remember, Federated, it's their business to protect yours.
3: Because the Vikings are on your mind all the time. Purple Daily.
0: And I welcome in now the great Sam Bradford. How are you? Oh, Ben, what's
1: up, brother? I am good, man. I am good. What,
0: what was what was it like being a Zimmer quarterback?
1: Man, I, I tell people this day that, you know, I love Coach Zimmer. You know, I think he's probably the favorite coach that I've ever played for. It's a lot of tough love, but you know that, you know, when he compliments you, you
0: know, or he praises you, that he really means it. Purple Daily on Score ScoreNorth, ScoreNorth.com.